Welcome to the Leadership Wiley series on suburban small business. In today's episode, I talked to Leadership Wiley Class 20 participant, Andrea Kincannon. Andrea is an owner and agent of the Kincannon Agency Farmers Insurance. Welcome to the show, Andrea. Thank you. You excited to be here? I am. Awesome. So I like to get started by getting to know uh, a little bit about you. So what make what would you say makes Andrea, Andrea? So I grew up in Garland. Um, I actually graduated from Naaman Forest. So I've always been kind of around the Wiley area. Um, you know, I was raised by a single mom until I was, I was about eight, um, when she got remarried and then had my brother and sister whenever I was like 12. So I would say that, you know, seeing her drive and kind of, you know, just everything that she went through really made me very like independent and, and kind of have that personality. Um, I always played sports, so I'm, I'm very competitive um, in my, my nature, you know, we were very close family always. I was that kid that, you know, at all my basketball games and all my volleyball games, my entire family was there. You had the section. And, yeah. We, I literally had my own fan section. It was, nice. it was great, but also my kids are, you know, getting to enjoy that, you know, as they play sports and stuff mm. like that. So it's, it's really cool. We, um, you know, we're just so family oriented, you know, every Sunday growing up, I just remember that, you know, like clockwork, we, we went to church and then we went to my grandmother's house. We, you know, she made lunch and then we watched the Cowboys like clockwork every Sunday. There we go. Um, (laughs) but I would say, you know, what really makes me, me is my family, you know, my husband, my kids, you know, I also have a grandson, you know, everything that, you know, that I do is, is for them. So. That's awesome. Um, yeah. you mentioned being competitive. I know we kind of had the conversation, uh, whenever we were doing disc assessments, did that come, did, did that come through? Yes. I am, uh, one of the two, uh, dominant personalities in the group. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, there was like one dominant personality last year as well. So you're, <laughs> I, I guess you're, you're, uh, you're a unique skill set to the group. Yes. You know, I try. <laughs> there you go. So, so you grew up in Garland. Um, what made you want to, uh, settle in Wiley as an adult? In you know, I lived or before kind of Saxy was, was Saxy, my mom, or whenever I graduated from high school, my mom moved to Saxy, um, before Woodbridge was Woodbridge. She was literally like one of the first houses out there. And then whenever I graduated um, from college, a few years later, I bought a house out there. Um, And then whenever I started having kids, I wanted, I mean, I've always heard like all of like good things about Wiley ISD and and things of that nature. So honestly, Wiley ISD was important for me, you know, enough to move to Wiley. So we're here. (laughs) When was that? Um, we moved here about eight years ago. So my son went to Garland ISD, um, in kindergarten Mm -hmm. and then moved to wit in first grade. And then we've been in Wiley ever, um, ever since. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's why we moved originally was due to school, looking at school districts and wanting to be in a good spot to raise our kids. Um, and it's, it's been 
my kids aren't even in school yet, but just like our neighbors and the community in, in, uh, around whether that be the business community or just, like I said, our neighborhood or just the people around has been really awesome. Um, a very good change for us. I'm sure it was for y'all as well. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. So what made you want to join leadership Wiley? You know, Wiley, like in general, like I love just the small town feel of Wiley, but it's also, you know, convenient to being like close to everything. Um, and I just kind of felt like the time was right to, to get involved and, and learn more about the community and kind of like the inner workings of it. So I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. Was it something you had been looking forward to, or is it just kind of popped on your radar recently? Whenever I opened the agency, um, I kind of had heard, you know, some things about it and, and saw it on social media and stuff like that. And I was talking to my mom, who's also my business partner, and she was like, you should really do this. And I did it. <laughs> awesome. How have you enjoyed it so far? I love it. It's so much fun. What's uh? Have you had a favorite day so far? I would say, you know, it's a toss up between the Wiley ISD and then the the nonprofit. You know, I, my kids go, you know, to Wiley ISD, but honestly, like I had no idea all of the things that the district provides mm -hmm. um, and like the programs and, and things of that nature. So that really was fascinating. Um, I was actually talking to my son. He's in eighth grade. Um, he had a doctor's appointment this morning and we were talking about it on the way, you know, way to that. And, um, you know, just about high school and, and just the different programs he can join. And it really sets the kids up for, you know, things that they're going to use in, in the future. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's just amazing. Um, and then Coventry, like I, I don't know that, that really opened my eyes. I had, I literally drive by there every single day and I had no idea that it was there. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I saw it, but I didn't know what it was. And, you know, the pottery that, I mean, it's just amazing. The pottery that they make, it's, it's just, it's astounding. Yeah. Yeah. I think for most nonprofits, part of the, uh, part of the, the, uh, the goal is just to get awareness more so than anything. Um, cause usually you don't have the marketing budget to, you know, go market to everybody and you do what you can with, with your donors and the people that you really, um, have around you. But, um, yeah, just the awareness. And that's always a special day just to see the different, um, different causes and awesome organizations we have around here. Um, yes. and yeah, like you, like there was certain, you know, I'd never heard of, you know, several of these organizations before they, I went through either leadership Wiley or some other chamber related thing. And it was just like, wow, this is, this is in our backyard. Cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, I've been telling everybody, all my neighbors and everything all about it. So there you go. <laughs> Were you able to make it out to the Christmas market? No. Uh, um, my daughter had a soccer tournament next year. Yes. Awesome. So what's something uh, you've learned either about yourself or um, about the community um, through Leadership Wiley so far? I mean, I would just go back to all of the different things that the community has, you know, that I, I had no idea about. Um, you know, I know that I kind of just said this, but just the different 
you know, things that the ISD provides. Like I had no idea that the, um, the hub restaurant was open to the public. Um, you know, and the food's really good and, Mm -hmm. you know, what a great experience it is for, you know, the kids to learn all of that, you know, have that hands-on experience and, and learn all about that. Um, you know, I probably would have, I mean, I drive again, I drive by it every day and Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Um, so just, you know, those eye-opening experiences is, is really, you know, it's big. Yeah. I think it also just is a, um, it's an awesome way to learn about all the different options of ways to get plugged into the community and give back, whether that's within the ISD, with whether it's with nonprofits. You know, we've got several days coming up of the city and um, the court systems, and there's just a lot of different ways to get involved in the community. And I think that is one of the um, awesome things about Leadership Wiley is getting us For exposed. Sure. Yeah. You just don't know what options you have until you know what options you have. Awesome. Well, I definitely want to hear more about your, uh, your business. So tell us how uh, the journey, uh, leading up to, and, and the formation of, uh, the Kim Cannon agency. So my, like growing up, my mom, she was always in mortgage. She was a mortgage broker. Um, and whenever I graduated from college, that was kind of the, the natural progression, I guess it's, it's all I ever knew. Um, so that's just what I did. And I went into mortgage for right about 19 years and I love mortgage. Um, you know, I have a huge passion for that, but I was just ready for something new. Um, you know, in mortgage, there's just a lot of ups and downs and it's all, you know, driven by like the economy and and things that you don't have like a lot of control over. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted something new. And, you know, I'm, I've worked at banks and I was just, I would always get emails. It's kind of a funny story, you know, um, recruiting emails. And I would always just delete them, delete them, delete them. And then one day I was kind of having a rough day and I got this email from farmers and the lady on you know, that the email came from, I'm like, that name sounds really familiar. So I called my mother-in-law and I'm like, isn't this your cousin? And she was (laughs) like, yeah, it is. I'm like, okay, so can you call her and find out kind of like what this opportunity is about? So she called me and it's weird because she actually didn't work there anymore. Oh, that (laughs) is weird. She, um, you know, it was, I don't know, just kind of all the stars aligned. The only reason she didn't work there is because she just, you know, got another, um, you know, offer that she couldn't pass up. But she really said, you know, just told me what a great opportunity it was. And, you know, I I got sold basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, so I I called my mom and I was like, hey, you know, she thought she was going to retire soon. And I'm like, no, no, let's let's open up a new business. So you know, kind of all the stars aligned and, and here we are. And then we thought, you know, opening one business in a year is not, you know, enough stress and everything. Let's open up another one. Oh, so cool. we opened up, it's, it's the Kincannon agency still, but kind of a different side of it. And uh-huh. we're doing Medicare. Okay. So, yeah. You know, over 65 health and, you know, I mean, we're just so passionate about all of it. And yeah. it's just, it's just so exciting. 
So, you know, we currently offer home, life, auto, you know, business insurance, all things Medicare, supplements, um, you know, Medicare Advantage, drug plans. And, you know, we're really just working to become, you know, an all-encompassed agency. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm actually working on getting all my financial licenses right now. So lots of new adventures. (laughs) What's the goal with the financial licenses? You know, really just to open up, you know, more opportunity and being able to, you know, just be able to provide clients everything that they need in, mm-hmm. you know, becoming that one-stop shop. So. Yeah. Yeah. I had once, uh, I passed my series 65 at one point, um, uh, cause I had thought about going into some sort of, uh, money advising, whether that be a financial advisor or just like, you know, just money coach essentially. Um, yeah. so I passed that. I never did anything with it. Um, but I did, I did take the test. It felt good to pass something and, uh, cause I hadn't taken a, uh, standardized test in a while. And so it was, uh, interesting. Yeah. I've taken more tests in the, uh, the past year than I have in a long time. <laughs> I can imagine. So how long have you been in business? Um, a little over a year. So October, okay. it was a year. Okay. Officially a year. Still feel good about, feel good about yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. You know, did it's, you, it's- this is the first business you've owned, correct? It is. Yeah. Yep. Because before, whenever I was in mortgage, I did, I worked for a bank. Gotcha. You know, I always always worked for a bank. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that recruiting email worked out for you. Um, my favorite <laughs> recruiting email story, uh, as as an accountant who worked in public accounting, we would get recruiting emails from other accounting firms all the time. And my right. favorite that ever came through was um, it, my coworker actually got it, but it was. Um, Come work in Salt Lake City and you can get paid the equivalent of a hundred thousand dollars New York money in Salt Lake City. Nice. <laughs> I think the salary was like sixty thousand or something. But oh you can, my gosh. You can get paid the equivalent of what it's uh, what is a hundred thousand dollars in New York City in Salt Lake City. Yeah. They need to work on their marketing efforts, huh? <laughs> uh, a little bit. So we just kind of chuckled at that. I mean, if their goal was to get us talking, we definitely were talking about it. No one was considering yeah. moving to Salt Lake City, but uh, right. interesting tactic. Uh, I think you would feel pretty upset when you got that, if you didn't read the equivalent part, but you know, yeah, you got no to try and get people through the door, right? little disappointment there. <laughs> yeah. So how has it been working with your mom? Awesome. Um, you know, to be honest, like we've always kind of, work together. Um, you know, whenever, like I used to work at Capital One, which mm-hmm. was a, an amazing job, uh, before they decided they didn't want to do mortgages anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um, so she worked there, you know, we worked there, both of us. And then we actually worked, um, at another bank after Capital One and she worked there too. So we've, okay. we've worked together for a a lot, you know, many, many years. Yeah. Um, and just natural. She definitely like we we complement each other very well. Yeah. Yeah. So was business ownership something you always thought you would be interested in and it just finally worked out, or is it something that just kind of the opportunity uh appeared? I mean, I would say kind of a little bit of both, you know. I mean, being in sales, you're always, you know, you always kind of have that 
self-employed attitude, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and behaviors, I would say, but, you know, so it's almost like owning my own business, but working for a corporate bank. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was always, you know, in the back of my head, you know, I've always worked, you know, 50, 60 hours a week making corporate America rich. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I would always think I need to be working, you know, for my family and Mm -hmm. and to build a legacy and, you know, do it for them. And instead of corporate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that definitely uh, I I can see that I've I've talked to several mortgage people. And yeah, there is and just bank in general, the uh, you get to eat what you kill to some extent, but it's definitely different whenever you take the whole thing over, um, in terms of owning the business. 100%. Um, Yes. So over the past year, how, how has your agency evolved? And I'm sure there's been a lot of learning process in that, in that, uh, year, but what are some of the things that have evolved (laughs) from uh, day one to day now? Yeah. I mean, we, you know, opened and, and really, you know, hit the ground running. We have really big goals and, you know, we're, we're working hard to meet them. Um, you know, like I was saying earlier, we really want to have, you know, a one-stop agency and be able to provide services to clients that they need all in one, mm-hmm. you know, one stop. Um, and, you know, the goal I would say, you know, is to be an expert at, you know, PNC, home and auto business, life insurance and, and Medicare. And, you know, it serves, you know, different you know, types of clients a lot and, and things of that nature. So it's, I don't know, it's exciting. I'm excited to see, you know, what the future brings for sure. Absolutely. What's something that you wish people knew about insurance? <laughs> you know, insurance has become, and it is something that, you know, I'm so passionate about because such a large portion of people or a large percentage of people they don't understand the importance of having the right coverage and having the right protection, you know, for their assets and, you know, home and their car and, and just everything. And, you know, honestly, people just aren't educated about it. And that's always kind of been, you know, my approach, whether it's mortgage and and now insurance, my job is to educate you and then let you make the decision that's best for you and your family. Mm -hmm. And I mean, honestly, just knowing the importance of having that coverage, because you never know what tomorrow brings. And, you know, you you need life insurance to make sure that your family's protected. You need the right endorsements and and things on your home in case a pipe burst and we, or we have a big freeze or, or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, obviously auto, you need to, if you get an accident, you need to make sure that, you know, you have the right coverage to make sure that everything, you know, pans out right. Yeah. So. Yeah. My, uh, my coworker lives in Perryton, Texas. So up in the panhandle area. Um, and they earlier this year had a big tornado come through. Um, and it just like devastated half of the town. Um, and, uh, we were talking about it and I looked at something on, uh, Google maps and you can see kind of the devastation that was happening. And a lot of the businesses downtown that were impacted by the tornado 
It's like how like this was take this picture was taken, you know, several months ago. Like how what's the update? How are we doing? And he's like, you know, the saddest part is a lot of these places weren't insured. So now they just basically like other than the fact that they didn't uh, get insurance, no fault of themselves for having a tornado come down from the sky and destroy their personal property. Um, But because they don't have insurance for one reason or another, now they're out of a business or out of a home or out of whatever. And it's just, it's just gone. Yeah. In the flash of, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, I mean, life insurance, for example, you know, I, you know, to be honest, like I always thought that's just something that you sign up with in, you know, in your benefits package, you know, mm-hmm. with your, you know, with your job every year. Yeah. And it's so much more than that. <laughs> you know, the, the fact that, I mean, and I'm a, I'm a great example. Like I've always had life insurance through my job. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm over 40 and I don't have a W-2 corporate job. So now I have to get life insurance outside of it. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I'm over 40, so it's going to be a lot more expensive than if I would have just got it whenever I was 20. And I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, the the effects that in like the living benefits that you can have with life insurance are amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, watching, you know, money compound like it does in some of these, you know, products, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's astounding. Like, yeah. I, mean, I just can't even explain it, yeah. you know, but, you know, and like you were saying, like for businesses, you know, workman's comp is not required in Texas, but if somebody gets hurt in your business, you're still liable you know, if one of your employees and you don't want to lose everything that you have been working for your entire life because, you know, an accident happened with one of your employees, you know, and unfortunately it happens every single day Mm -hmm. and you just, I don't know, you just need to make sure, you know, that, that, that you're covered and covered properly. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that you you posted you'd been posting a lot about life insurance. It seems like that may have been something that uh, was uh, was a little close to to home in terms yeah. of uh, having to go through that process. For sure. I mean, and I mean, again, just learning all of the possibilities. I mean, you can be your own bank. You mm. know, borrow against you know th- your policy tax free mm. and. I mean, just the possibilities are endless. Yeah. And there's um, options that are not that expensive. Like for for my wife and I, we ended up doing term life insurance, but we did it when we were, you know, under 30 before yeah. we had kids, um, you know, like a 30-year policy. So we're covered until 60 um, and, uh, you know, giving ourselves that runway of, hey, if something happens between now and then we're each covered and, um, and it's, uh, it's nice to have that, especially with kids. Like, you know, I, you know, I'm the primary breadwinner of the family. So if something were to happen to me, like, I don't want my wife to feel this oblig, like just not, you're already stressed because your spouse just died. But also if the money, like now she has to go get a job, like we just wanted to make sure and take that risk off the table. Um, 
100% and, and sell the house. And, yeah. and what are you going to do about, you know, any credit card debt or car debt? Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, life insurance just takes all of that off the table. Yeah. You know, somebody said life insurance, you know, gives your spouse or, or whoever options, mm -hmm. you know, in the worst, you know, worst case scenario, yeah. because heaven forbid something happen, you know, you have the choice. I, I can sell my house or I have to, because I can't afford it now, you yeah. know, or I can still stay home with the kids or I have to get a job right? Um, or a career, you know, now because, you know, this devastation. Yeah. So, and I think for us, like it, it, it all varies, but like my policy is like a couple hundred bucks a year, like, yeah. And a couple hundred bucks a year for that peace of mind. And being able to sleep at night, knowing that my family's protected if something does happen to me is, uh, seems like a good usage of money. Yeah. Well worth it. <laughs> yes, for sure. And you know, another thing that, that people don't think about is, is ensuring, um, your kids, mm -hmm. my, um, you know, again, like I never thought about it really, because, you know, whenever you think of life insurance, you, you know, unfortunately you think of, you know, death. Mm -hmm. But the fact that, you know, if you, well, A, whenever you insure your kids, it guarantees their insurability. Um, you know, so if anything were to happen to them, you know, growing up or if they have medicines that they're taking, stuff like that, they'll always have that policy. Mm -hmm. But just again, you know, it's like you're investing in their future and they can use this money to you know, buy a house whenever they get older, they can use that money to open up a business when they get older. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, again, there's just so many different things mm -hmm. that, you know, you're opening up so many different doors for them. Yeah. Um, what, what are some unexpected challenges you faced, uh, through your first year of business? <laughs> um, so I would say if you talk to other insurance agents, you know, because I feel like I hear this on, you know, a daily basis, they mm -hmm. would say that this is probably one of the hardest insurance markets they've ever seen. What a time um, to get involved, huh? <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, we wouldn't want it any other way. You know, yeah. we love we love to face the challenge. We love hard mode. <laughs> right. You know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. You exactly. know, we always say that. And then we always joke around, you know, we're building character. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, just just the rates, you know, are obviously increasing. Um, you know, people are unhappy with with insurance. But, you know, also, I would say, you know, you have to it's all a mindset. Right. So turn that around and say, OK, yes, everybody and or people are, you know, are unhappy with their rates, but they're more willing to listen to you because they're shopping for insurance, mm -hmm. you know, so. Every, uh, you know, it, it creates opportunity. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Like anytime there's, it's the, uh, I say it about the stock market of like when things are going down. <laughs> yeah. Um, Warren Buffett, I think has a quote of like, when everything's good, that's the time to be conservative. And when everything's bad, that's the time to grab your buckets and try and get as much as you possibly can, because that's when things are on sale. And it's yeah. hard. It's hard to be the one to be positive when everything seems bad. Uh, but that's typically when the when the uh, the growth and the gains are made is when. Yeah, that's when, when the rich they, get richer for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, 
so I saw that y'all had the the Wiley Grinch uh, uh, visited and and got looked to be gotten a got a couple policies at at the Kincannon yes. agency. How, how did that yes. go? How'd that come about? It was so fun. Um, you know, we have taken the you know a class, a Canva class, actually uh, from them, and you know they're just it's it's great. You know, it was a lot of fun. You know, doing the videos and you know it's just a great way to you know, bring, you know, small businesses together and, and mm-hmm. get their name out and, and things of that nature. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, it's a great thing that they're doing in the community. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what are y'all focused on right now with the business? Growth. <laughs> um, you know, we just finished, um, annual enrollment for Medicare, you know, mm-hmm. and we're so thankful. We do a lot in, um, you know, in the community with, with our seniors and, you know, it's just something that we've become so passionate about. I mean, I, I love that portion of the business so much, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, just thankful that we, you know, could help them figure out what plan is going to be the best for them for the next year and, and, and things like that. Um, you know, now that that ended yesterday, um, we are shifting back to growing our team, um, you know, and, and just finding the right people to, to help us grow. That's awesome. Thank yeah, you. The, um, hiring is a, is a difficult proposition, huh? Uh, yes, I would say, you know, and it's one thing that I don't think that I really put, like, I didn't think that it would be that big of a deal. Like, I'm like, everybody likes to work. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be able to find the right people. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that's, probably definitely one of the the biggest challenges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. I know I know for me personally like anytime I'm thinking about hiring or um cuz I really have one contractor but you know due to where my business is at it's possible that over the next couple months I may need to hire someone and um but like especially when you're a new relatively new business every hire feels like this giant mountain you have to climb and like, Oh my gosh, like, is it the right time? Am I making enough money to pay for this position? And oh, is yeah. this the right, like, is this the right person for the job? Cause we're not that big of a team. Can they fill all the holes we need filled? And, um, I'm <laughs> yes. sure you all have gotten uh, a little, little bit of that as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Cause when you work somewhere, you just assume like, Oh, we need to hire someone. Just hire someone. Like, not that big of a deal. Like, okay, but now it's like a lot more thought has to go into it than just like, yeah, just hire someone. It'll be fine. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 one of those things. Like, whenever I worked at the bank, it's almost not in a bad way, but you're not spending your own money. You know, so Uh you know, you do your due diligence, of course, and you think that you're hiring the right person, but now it's, it's all on you. You know, yeah. you are, um, you know, you've got to make sure it's the right person, but it's also coming out of your pocketbook. Yeah. So, you know, the pressure is, uh, it's a little different. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. <laughs> Has there been any other aha moments of like, Oh, so that's why they did that that way. Now that you're a business owner, that makes a lot more sense from the business owner point of view than when you were working somewhere. 100%. Um, it's, <laughs> It's funny because, you know, before, whenever I was in corporate, 
you know, the managers and VPs, they're always sending out these production reports and spreadsheets, you know, how many times did you call this lead? How many times did you do this? You know, all of that. And when you're in that, you know, producer, it's, you're kind of like, really, I'm doing my job. Seems I'm like doing just really a waste good. of time. Yeah. Just leave me alone. I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, now we actually joke about that a lot because now I'm like, okay, I'm that person. I'm and sending reports. Like, I'm looking at it. I'm analyzing reports? it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am that person now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of made that same. Um, I don't know if I'll continue doing it for into perpetuity, but I kind of had the moment of the other day of like, oh, man, I really wish I knew where my time went. Am I going to fill out a timesheet like? I guess that's the only way to truly know where my time's going. So I'm yes. uh, I'm doing a time audit right now to myself and like making sure I understand where my time's going. And I'm like, I now I know why beginning. we've done that. They're like, yep. Okay, fine. I see the point. Yes. And then you got to start time blocking and you oh, know, yeah. making sure that you stick to it and, and oh, get yeah. it all. <laughs> I'm a prolific time blocker. I've I've got yes. my uh my uh time block. I, I try and do it every day, but some days, you know, get away from me. But <laughs> I try and I try and uh, time block with the best of them. Yes, same. So moving somewhat away from the business, uh, what is something about you that uh, people are surprised to find out? I would say that I'm actually very shy if I don't know you. Um, you know, I'm somebody that, you know, sits back and kind of takes, you know, takes everything in. And then, you know, once I know you, then you would, you're like, I mean, you would think you are not shy and, and things of that nature, but I'm just kind of somebody that just kind of sits back and and takes it all in. So how does that interact with your dominant personality type? Um, I mean, it's kind of funny because I always like joke around that, you know, I have my mom's personality on this shoulder and my dad's personality on this shoulder. Um, you know, my dad, he is a very dominant personality. And my mom is somebody that, you know, would give, I mean, she'd give you the shirt off her back. Mm. Um, so I think that I, you know, it's kind of, I mean, I don't want to say the angel and the devil, but you know, you have that, that confliction there. Uh Um, but yeah. (laughs) Ends up a situational thing of like, do I, do I need to dominate this moment or do I just prefer to just, you know, sit back and see, see where everything's going and I'll jump in when I feel the need to. Yes, for sure. Fair. What's something you're passionate about? Um, I mean, I would say, you know, obviously teaching about, you know, people about the importance of insurance, but my family, you know, they're my everything. Um, you know, my husband, my kids, you know, they're the reason that I work so hard and, you know, they're definitely, you know, my why I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, notice you didn't mention the Cowboys. It sounded like the Cowboys may have been in that list, but (laughs) I do love the Cowboys. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So one my of the things... son, here's a fun fact. Okay. My son, his middle name is Landry. So he's actually go. named after Tom Landry. We that's are pretty Cowboys cool. Fans. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. So one of the things I like to do is get the uh, guests 
the previous guest to ask a question to to somebody that they don't know who they're asking it to and that question this week um is uh what are some of your new year's resolutions professionally for next year grow (laughs) grow my business you know my three to you know five-year plan is to have you know a full team of you know pnc producers I want a full Medicare team, a full life team. Um, you know, so lots of growth, lots of teaching. You know, also I mentioned earlier, like I have already done my SIE exam. So I really want, I mean, within like the first few months, I'm gonna do my series six and sixty-five. Um, so that'll be a huge accomplishment there. But um you know, really just focusing on the growth of, of the business. Awesome. Um, I've also been doing this thing where I let you ask me a question. So I'm turning the tables. You are now host. Do you have a question for me? Yes. So why did you start on your leadership Wiley journey? And then what's your plan after our graduation and you're done being our leader? (laughs) So the big reason I started my journey was just trying to, I had just moved here. Um, I was in the um, midst of going full-time into my business as well. Um, And when we moved here, we moved from a neighborhood where we were the family with the baby um, and not a lot of families around, not, you know, just kind of, um, and then when we moved here, there's a lot of families around, but also I started really getting serious about becoming, you know, going full time into my business. Um, and so I kind of, the first year I was here, I heard the opportunity. I'm like, ah, that sounds really cool, but I like, I'm just trying to get this business started and I don't think it's the right time. Um, but it just, it it stuck in my head of like something I would be interested in doing. Cause when we moved here, I really wanted to be conscious about like, Hey, this is where we're going to raise our kids. This is where they're going to grow up. Like we can either do it anonymously and just be the people who stay in our house and don't know anybody and kids go to school and whatever, or we can be involved in the community and we can have a bunch of friends and we can, um, know what's going on and be excited about going to community events and, um, you know, have, have people know my kids and know my wife and know me. And, um, and that, that was something that was really important to me when we moved here. So, um, so yeah, so that's why was just, I really wanted to one, understand what all's what all the options are around here in terms of like what all's going on in Wiley but also so I can have uh an understanding of where my where my family is growing up um I mean when we moved here Charlie was um about to turn two, uh, about to turn one um and now he's three so um wow. and then Lily was born here so like just the um you know this is this is where we plan on being for the foreseeable future. Might as well get to know it a little bit better um, and get involved and, and make friends. Um, As for what my leadership Wiley looks like after this year, um, 
typically it's um when you're a liaison you you stick around on the board to help um one the future next group of liaisons you're the liaison for the liaisons basically um but also helping plan days trying to figure out how to make the program better um which is why every at the end of every di- uh session i ask for uh, to fill out the feedback form so we can right. so we can make it better and make the tweaks that i i think would um would make it that much better of a program um and uh so so yeah so it'll probably be some some involvement on in that um in that form of uh helping helping lead the next group of liaisons also and uh helping um coordinate the program um not necessarily being there for every day but you know potentially showing up and helping out where needed well you're doing a great job so appreciate it i've 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 enjoyed it it's um it's fun to watch people go through it because like you can you somewhat know what's coming you know right like, oh how are they going to react to this or how are they going to do you know like that puzzle at the last one i'm like oh let's see let's see who what how this goes you know like um and it's fun to just see i tend to be a a vocal you know lead from the front like let's i think i know how to do this let's go like that sort of um so it's been also a good exercise for me from a like sit back well you know this is not my program this is their program and like uh somewhat try and lead um from the back type sort of situation which is not uh something that i'm typically do so i think it's also been good for my growth in that area of um, just being uh willing to go you know lead in different ways yeah that's awesome yeah so one of the things i picked up on when looking at facebook and and um is you seem very goal and time management oriented is that is that correct yes um you know i i yeah i think that that i definitely am um, you know, my mom was, you know, always in sales and I think like growing up, she always, you know, pushed me to be, you know, the best that I can be in, in everything that I do and to work hard and, and put forth the effort. Um, you know, she always, you know, I was raised to where, you know, if you wanted something, you put a plan together and, you know, you make it happen for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I feel like that's just kind of all I've ever known. And I yeah. mean, I think it's probably part of my dominant personality too. Um, I'm also, you know, time block with the best of them. If you, you know, you look at my calendar, it's uh, color coordinated and, <laughs> but also I'm so busy. If I don't do it, then I'll forget. And yep. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely happens or just the day just pulls you wherever it wants to pull you and then you get to the end of the day and you're like what did I accomplish today? Not that what I was needed. Not to what do. I needed to do. Like Yes. I needed to be a lot better tomorrow. That's 100%. Sure. Yes. So do you have a goal that uh stands out that you are more proud of than others that you've accomplished? I mean, I would say just like the last year of my life, um, to be honest with you. I mean, it's something completely out of my comfort zone. It's, I mean, like I always know that you can, you know, that you can do what you want to do. And so I didn't have that doubt, 
but I also didn't really know like from like a detail what it would take to get to where we are even today. Uh You know, I mean, we are, you know, we're growing, we're, we're doing really, really good. Um, and just, you know, I mean, just getting to this point is, is, I think is a, is a huge accomplishment. And I, again, I'm just so excited, you know, to see where where we are each year, but in three years and in five years, and then, you know, in 20 years, it's crazy. Yeah. One of the things I also like to ask gold nerds, uh, which I'm, I'm, I'm in the gold nerd club. So um, <laughs> you can call it that, right? Yeah. So I, I'm okay calling it nerds. Cause I, I, uh, I also, uh, I'm, I'm a card carrying member, um, <laughs> is, uh, what's a goal that you on kind of on the opposite end, what's a goal that you let go of and you're proud that you let go of the goal instead of just pushing hard through to get to the goal, just because you said it. Um, that's kind of a tough one. I mean, I, it's not really a goal. I mean, I don't know, you know, my, I have a a perfectionist personality, Mm -hmm. I would say, and this is, is kind of embarrassing, but you know, before, you know, like if my house wasn't perfect, if, if everything wasn't perfect in life, Mm -hmm. then it really stressed me out. And, you know, I got a little cranky. Yes. I'll admit that. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting and, and trying to learn that it's okay if everything isn't perfect and just to kind of let things go or slide a little bit mm-hmm. in, in some aspects of life. <laughs> you, you, you said you have kids. Yes. How old are your kids? So I have a 10 year old, a 13 year old, an 18 year old and 23 and then a two-year-old grandson. The fact that you made it to this point and you are just now giving that up is incredible because <laughs> with a one and a three-year-old, we've given up on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's going to be toys everywhere, you know. And yeah. at one point, our strategy, which we haven't done as much lately, was I think in order for us to be motivated to clean the house, we need to invite people over because that's the only <laughs> thing that's going to get us to clean this house. Because yes. if it's just us, it's going to be a wreck. But we need to occasionally invite people over. Oh, yeah. Then you're forced to, the to do it. <laughs> yeah. Hold our feet to the fire and make it look like we live here and it's not a total wreck at all times. Yes, 100%. That's awesome. So one of the things you mentioned to me is that 2024 is the year of getting out of your comfort zone. Um, so what is what do you think that uh, do you have anything in particular that that looks like or um, what what sort of uh, what will the uh, getting out of your comfort zone start to look like in 2024? You know, this has started it. So I, I started in 2023, you know, You're practicing. Um, the goal. Yes, I'm practicing. You know, joining the the leadership Wiley is was out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, because again, I'm I'm shy. I I kind of like to lead from the back. Um and you know, I'm just kind of learning that and I already knew it, but I don't know, like growth is just it's never achieved when when you're comfortable. And you, you know, you have to be, or have to get, I would say comfortable with, with being uncomfortable. 
um, you know, in, in owning, you know, a business and, and trying to, you know, get where we want to be, there's, there's nothing, you know, comfortable about it. So I have to, you know, I would say change those things in order to accomplish what I'm looking to accomplish, mm-hmm. you know, and then also I want to teach, you know, my kids that it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be nervous, you know, but sometimes you just got to do it. And, yeah. you know, and that kind of teaches them that get out of your comfort zone and, and go for it, you know, yeah. chase your yeah. dreams. Yeah. Uh, a podcaster I really like, uh, Alan Donegan, he, uh, one of the things he likes to mention is, and I don't know if he got it from somewhere, but I'm giving him the credit, um, <laughs> is, uh, everything in you want in life is outside of your comfort zone. Otherwise yeah. you would already have it. 100%. So just getting out of your comfort zone. I know for me, one of the things that like becoming a business owner and like being an accountant, like. I've never had to do sales. Like I've never, you know, as an accountant, you're just kind of handed things and told like, Hey, go do this or like, make sure the money's right. Like I've never had to like do marketing or sales or like anything like that. So that's been, that's been an area of growth for me over the past, you know, several years is just like, what does that look like? And like, I still am nervous every time, like a sales conversation, like, what if I bid, like, what if I charge too much? What if I charge too little? What if I'm like, what, you know, just like all these voices in my head. And it's like one of those things that like, those may always be there. It's quieter now. And the only way to continue to make it quieter or make it better is to continue to be uncomfortable and continue to do things that are not what I want them to be necessarily, but like, you know, yeah, you just got to keep practicing being uncomfortable. Um, and, um, I had the realization cause I actually was on, uh, Alan Donegan again, I was on his podcast and, um, like I've always That's had awesome. that, min- I was always had that mindset of, um, you know, sales, comfortable sales conversations are going to be uncomfortable and like whatnot. And he's like, at one point he said like, well, you know, he basically told me that quote again of like everything and you're it's going to be outside your comfort zone. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, oh, dang it. Like, that's not just for sales. Like, that's for other <laughs> things too. Like, that's for hiring. That's for all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh, of course. Like, why didn't I think of that? Like, why am I? So just when you feel comfortable with one thing, something else crops up and you're like, ah, oh, I got to go yes. be uncomfortable again. And, yes. Uh, you know? It's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of like working out. You, you get stronger. You just end up having to lift heavier weights. It's just <laughs> right. always hard. For sure. So what's something you've been reading, watching, or listening to lately? So this is actually, I would say my favorite question. <laughs> awesome. Um, so just to kind of like a little backstory that, I don't know, it's kind of like an on, ongoing joke in, uh, in our agency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, it's a little embarrassing, but I went through, you know, like my entire life, like I was never a reader ever. Like I I'm a math person. Um, you know, I'm numbers, 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 I'm very Same. logical, 
Um, that's just the way that my brain goes. I don't know. You uh -huh. know, I, I got through high school and college on cliff notes. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's just how it was. Also a card carrying um, member of that club. <laughs> and then, you know, whenever I started this, this journey, um, my district manager, um, I was in a meeting and he was like, you know, all new agents, you need to read this book. And I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. And it was a Grant Cardone book, um, Be Obsessed or Be Average. Mm -hmm. I will say that uh, that was the first book that I've ever read in my whole life from front to cover. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I did make good grades in high school and college. So, um, you know, and I feel like it it changed my whole mindset. You know, now I read every single day. Um, you know, it almost it's love it. <laughs> It sets the entire tone for my day. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's almost like if I don't read, then my whole day is off. Um, you know, I'm cranky. And it's funny because my mom, she'll be like, Did you not get up and read this morning? Like <laughs> go take 15 minutes and and read or something. But, you know, we and I've even implemented that in in our agency, you mm -hmm. know, so now, you know, my whole team, like we read every single day, you know, again, just to, to start the day, get the right mindset going. And then, you know, we have a huddle every day and like, we'll talk about, you know, the pages that we read and, you know, how it affects life, you know, personal and work and uh -huh. you know, just, I don't know, it's, it's awesome. But, you know, all things Grant Cardone, I think that, that he's great. Um, atomic habits. I just got done with that one. Um, you know, for, for business owners, if you haven't read the e-myth, that yep. book is awesome. Awesome. Michael Gerber. And then I really liked the, uh, secrets of a millionaire mind. Have you read okay. that one? Uh, -uh. it's good. I've read the millionaire and next door, which probably is a similar, uh, probably. topic, but, but yeah, I love you know, that. And then, Yes. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I hate to say, or I don't hate to say, but it's, I'm like, it changed my life, but I mean, it did, it just changed my whole mindset. Um, you know, and then I've got into to listening to podcasts, you know, so every morning, you know, whenever I'm getting ready and driving to, you know, the office and, and things of that nature, um, you know, our church does the daily drive with, with Lake point And I listen to it every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then Craig Groeschel, he does a great leadership podcast. It is really, really good. And then, you know, I love uh, The Gold Digger with uh, Jenna Kutcher. Awesome. So, yes. Yeah. The, um, I don't think I can under, I like, I can't overstate how important beginning to read as an adult reading nonfiction <laughs> books changed my life. Like, what you just said is a, basically the same experience that I had of like reading can change your mind and open a lot of doors that you didn't even know were there. Um, oh yeah. And just like from a, from a, you know, life is going to take me where it takes me and I'm excited to be on the ride to like, Oh, I can make, I can actually have some agency in this decision of where we yeah. go. Um, <laughs> right. I certainly wouldn't be a business owner right now and where I'm at today without picking up a book. Um, and podcasts are also awesome, um, as a supplement to the books, but like seriously reading, like I used to 
hate reading because I was slow and it just made me feel dumb. Um, and one year I just decided, you know what, I'm going to read this year. Like I'm going to get 12 books. Fast forward last year. I read like 54 books this year. I looked this morning. I was at 48. Um, oh my goodness. And you're like, beating me, but, <laughs> but it's, the point is not that, you know, Oh, look at how many books I read. I'm just saying like it, it can change things in such a positive way. Um, and if you're, if you don't want to read nonfiction, like start with fiction, like you can learn empathy by learning other people's perspectives through reading yeah. fiction. Like there's so many benefits to reading and it doesn't even have to be like reading physical words. It can be listening to audiobooks. Like it doesn't have, yeah. but there's a reason why this is a question of what have you been reading, what listening or watching lately? Because I think um, just starting your day in the right mindset in a growth mindset of I'm going to learn something today and knocking that out right at the beginning um, is had a huge impact on what I believe to be possible for myself um, and therefore putting my family in a better spot. And it's just, it's so awesome. Like yeah. it's, it's a uh, huge um, I'm actually doing um, so me and my uh, coworker have also um, started uh, implementing a book club in our book and our um, and our in our firm and um, so uh, we tested it out um, and we're gonna we're about to record our second one but basically we're doing a podcast episode of a book we just read together and we're gonna oh, go nice. back, we're gonna go back and forth on um, what we uh, what we learned and what we're gonna do within the business from what we learned and. Um, deep work by Cal Newport is the book we're doing, but would highly recommend if you haven't read it. Um, it's, it's, what is it called? Deep work. Okay. By Cal Newport. I like all of Cal Newport's stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's, uh, so hugely important and like can seriously, like, it's weird to say reading changed my life. Like you said, like, it sounds weird, but like, if I were to attribute where I'm at today, to like an action that I took, not just like what is something like, you know, you know, my parents set me up in a really good spot, like, but where I'm at today versus where I was five years ago, the reason is because I picked up a book and started reading and it's weird to say, but it's totally true. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Awesome. Um, we may have to have you on again and we maybe we'll do a business book club between the two of us and Yes. Chat about a book we just read. Fun. Awesome. Um, so I had I, I sent you the questions prior. Um, and I had what would you be your advice to someone interested in starting their own insurance agency? But I'm gonna change that to um uh I, I find it fascinating that you started a business with your mom. So like what what would your advice be to something somebody starting a business with uh, a family member? I mean, I would say, you know, just make sure that your personalities, you know, that, that you know what you're getting into, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, that the expectations are set before you do it. Um, you know, I would also say, I mean, it sounds, I mean, just put everything in writing, you know, so that way, you know, if I'm expecting one thing, but maybe I didn't communicate that clear 
and you know, the, your, your partner is, was expecting something different. Like you don't want to have, you know, that miscommunication to where it could negatively affect, you know, your relationship with your family because family, family is everything. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's it. I mean, we, again, I mean, we've worked for, together for years yeah. and, you know, so, you know, you know it our, works. again, like, yeah, it works, you know, our personality, she's, you know, again, she's very nurturing and, you know, has that, that nurturer, uh, personality. Mm-hmm. And then I have the dominant personality. <laughs> so, you know, we offset each other very well and it, it's a, it's a good combination, you know? So, yeah. well, I think, um, I think that writing things down um, somewhat relates to insurance. They say it about like prenups or insurance. You're not buying insurance. You're not writing things down for a sunny day. Right. Like when things are going well, like that is for when the sky is falling and you'll be glad that you set it up when the sky is falling. Yeah. 100%. Don't be thinking like, oh, well, I don't need to spend that. Things are great right now. Yeah right now yeah but things change tornadoes come out of the sky (laughs) when i first when i bought my first house um we had done a sale lease back and uh i get a call from my realtor i think six days after we closed and uh a call the call is Hey, the house next door to yours caught on fire. You need to go check to see if your house is okay. And I'm like, oh, awesome. I just like, you know, threw down all my money on a down payment. Like, you know, I haven't even moved into the house yet. Like, um, this is, oh my this gosh. is exactly what I wanted to hear right now. This is great. Luckily, nothing wrong. But luckily, I also was insured. So if I had had a need, uh, if that had happened, it would have been really inconvenient. Yes, but I would have been protected. And because, uh, you know, just randomly in his attic, you know, just a electrical fire. And yes. you know, I didn't have a neighbor for a year and a half because they took I it down to imagine. the foundation. So, so luckily they had insurance too. So remember insurance and writing things down in a business relationship is, uh, is not about the sunny day. It's about the bad day right so yes 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 so if somebody uh if something the last question i have for you is a real softball um if somebody is interested in insurance uh in an insurance policy or medicare or any of the things you've mentioned um what's the best way to get in contact with you and your agency well we are right off of 544 we're literally like two doors down from LaFleur Mexican food. Um, and then our phone number is 469-212-0500. But unless we are out in the community, you know, doing an event or something like that, we're, we're always in the office. So stop by and uh, stop by and see us. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me, Andrea. And I hope this wasn't uh, as painful as you thought it might be. <laughs> no, um, no. Thank you. It's easy. It's easy. See, everybody who's nervous about a podcast, you can do it too. I will send you the yes. questions ahead of uh, ahead of time if you need it. Yes, you can be prepared. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me.